Hello friends and family, Deacon Joseph here. I'd like to invite you to join with me as we journey through the story of the road to Emmaus. We will learn how Jesus is the liberator of all humankind, but not by the sword, and how our own road to Emmaus should teach us to seek Christ in all souls. With that being said, let's dive into God's Word. If you would like to join today's liturgy, download the service material at the link in the description. Are you longing for love and acceptance? We are All Souls Universalist Church, a network of home-based worshiping communities proclaiming Jesus' gospel of universal love and reconciliation for all souls. You are a beloved child of God. No matter who you are, what you look like, who you love, what you believe, where you are from, or how you identify or express yourself. Join us as we journey together, following the light of Christ. Feel free to follow along using the service book that can be downloaded at the link in the description. Living God, as the sun rises to greet the morning, May our hearts rise to greet one another and join our voices in our common praise and worship to you, that in unity and love we may be faithful witnesses of your love and compassion to the whole world. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise be our Heavenly Parent, the Abba of our Savior Jesus Christ, who with great mercy gave us new birth, a birth into hope, which draws its life from the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Alleluia! Christ is risen. Our Savior is risen indeed. Alleluia! Come, O light of the world, and fill this place and your people with your spirit of love and compassion. Drive away all of the darkness of fear and doubt in our lives and replace it with courage and faith. May we become a reflection of your compassion and love in all that we do. In your name we pray. Amen. Open our lips, O God, and our mouths will declare your praise. To the ruler of ages, the immortal, the invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us say the song, Christ our Passover, together. Christ our Passover has been sacrificed, so let us celebrate the feast, not with the old yeast, the yeast of corruption and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Alleluia. Christ, having been raised from the dead, will never die again. Death is now powerless over our Savior. When Christ died, Christ died to sin once for all, so that the life Christ lives is now life in God. In this way, you too must consider yourselves to be dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Alleluia. But as it is, Christ has in fact been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. 
For since death came through one human being in the same way the resurrection of the dead has come through one human being. Just as in the first human all die, so in Christ all will come to life again. Alleluia. Glory to God, Creator, only begotten and Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us profess our common faith in our God. We believe in one God of love, light, and life, creator of all things, whose only begotten, Christ Jesus, has liberated all people from sin and death, making us all one family of equal members, commanded to love and serve one another. This God demands justice from all people, but shows mercy in equal measure restoring all souls to God after sanctification in this life or the next. This God is revealed to the whole world by the Holy Spirit and is bound to us and to all creation by the mysteries of faith. To this one God, Creator, Only Begotten, and Holy Spirit, be glory and honor forever and ever. Amen. Join me in saying Psalm 116, 1 through 4, 12 to 19, by alternating whole verse. I love you, Yahweh, for you have heard my cry for mercy. You have listened to me. I will call on you all my days. The bands of death encircled me. The messengers of Sheol ambushed me. I was overcome with trouble and sorrow. Then I called your name, Yahweh. Help, Yahweh, save me. How can I repay you, Yahweh, for all your goodness to me? I raise the cup of deliverance and call on the name of Yahweh. I will fulfill my vows to you in the presence of all your people. The death of your faithful is precious in your sight. Yahweh, I am your faithful one. I am faithful to you alone, the child of your fidelity. You have freed me from my chains. I will offer you the sacrifice of praise and call on the name of Yahweh. I will fulfill my vows to you in the presence of all your people, in the courts of the house of Yahweh, in the midst of Jerusalem. Alleluia. Glory to God, Creator, only begotten and Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A lesson from the book of Acts. Then Peter stood up with the eleven and addressed the crowd. People of Israel, hear this. Therefore let the whole house of Israel know beyond any doubt that God made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Messiah and Sovereign. When they heard this, they were deeply shaken. Then Peter and the other disciples were asked, What do we do? Peter replied, You must repent and be baptized, each one of you, in the name of Jesus the Messiah, that your sins may be forgiven. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. It was to you and your children that the promise was made, and to all of those still far off whom our God calls. In support of his testimony, Peter used many other arguments and kept saying, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. They were convinced by his arguments and they accepted what he had said and were baptized. 
That very day about 3,000 were added to the number of those converted. Here ends the lesson. Lord, please release me in peace For my eyes have seen your love This of you have made for all This love's a light of revelation A lesson from the Gospel according to Luke. That same day, two of the disciples were making their way to a village called Emmaus, which was about seven miles from Jerusalem, discussing all that had happened as they went. While they were discussing these things, Jesus approached and began to walk along with them, though they were kept from recognizing Jesus, who asked them, What are you two discussing as you go your way? They stopped and looked sad. One of them, Clopas by name, asked him, Are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who doesn't know the things that have happened these past few days? Jesus said to them, What things? 
they said, about Jesus of Nazareth, the prophet, powerful in word and deed in the eyes of God, and all the people, how our chief priests and leaders delivered him up to be condemned to death and crucified him. We were hoping that he was the one who would set Israel free. Besides all this, today, the third day since these things happened, some women of our group have just brought us some astonishing news. They were at the tomb before dawn and didn't find the body. They returned and informed us that they had seen a vision of angels who declared that Jesus was alive. Some of our number went to the tomb and found it to be just as the women had said, but they didn't find Jesus. Then Jesus said to them, What little sense you have! How slow you are to believe all that the prophets have announced! Didn't the Messiah have to undergo all of this to enter into glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, Jesus interpreted for them every passage of Scripture which referred to the Messiah. By now, they were near the village they were going to, and Jesus appeared to be going further. But they said eagerly, Stay with us. It's nearly evening, and the day is practically over. So the Savior went in and stayed with them. After sitting down with them to eat, Jesus took bread and said the blessing, then broke the bread and began to distribute it to them. With that, their eyes were opened, and they recognized Jesus, who immediately vanished from their sight. They said to one another, Weren't our hearts burning inside us as this one talked to us on the road and explained the scriptures to us? They got up immediately and returned to Jerusalem, where they found the eleven, and the rest of the company assembled. They were greeted with, Christ is risen, it is true. Jesus has appeared to Simon. Then the travelers recounted what they had hap- what had happened on the road, and now they had come to know Jesus in the breaking of the bread. Here ends the lesson. Listen to the Most High, children of God. Happy are they when they keep God's ways. Our God be with you. Our God bless you. Let us pray. God in heaven, hallowed be your name. May your reign come. Give us today tomorrow's bread. Forgive us our sins, for we too forgive everyone who sins against us. And don't let us be subjected to the test. Almighty God, who has given your only begotten our Savior, both to save us from the darkness of sin and to be an example of holiness for all who follow his ways. Give us grace that we may always thankfully embrace his way of liberation, that by it we may joyfully endeavor to walk beside him all the days of our lives. In him we pray. Amen. Almighty God, we pray for our family throughout the world, that you will bind us together by your Holy Spirit, so that we may live in unity and love, so that those who do not yet believe may know that we are your disciples. God, hear our prayer. Be with this congregation that we may be faithful disciples of Jesus Christ, love and serve our community, and faithfully proclaim the gospel by loving and accepting all your children. God, Hear our prayer. 
Be with those who hold civil authority on the earth, that they may do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly before you, so that the people of all nations may dwell in safety, and that the peace which only you can give may reign throughout the earth. God, hear our prayer. Be with your creation, O God, that we may be faithful stewards of this planet, taking good care of all that you have entrusted to us, so that we may glorify you in the plants and animals and heights and depths that you have made. God, hear our prayer. Remember, compassionate God, those who cry out to you. Heal those who are sick. Comfort those who mourn. Dwell with those who are alone. And welcome those who have died. So that all may be assured of your ever-present love and compassion for all of your children. God, hear our prayer. Beloved, I invite you now to voice your own concerns, either silently or aloud. God of compassion, hear our prayer. God of grace, who has given us this new day, Give us strength throughout our busy day so that we may resist the powers of darkness and sincerely proclaim your love. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Gracious God, we thank you for all that you've done for us and for all that you are going to do for us. We thank you for our salvation in Jesus Christ and for your daily presence in our lives through the Holy Spirit. Reveal your love and faithfulness to us this day, so that we may reflect your light to the world in faithful witness of your love and acceptance of your children. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our gospel lesson today from the book of Luke is one of my all-time favorite passages from the scripture. As we know from today's lesson, two of the disciples encountered the resurrected Christ on the road to Emmaus, but they didn't realize it. While the two disciples were walking and talking about everything that happened, Christ decided to join in with them, veiled as a stranger, and started asking questions. In their grief, aimlessness, and disappointment, Cleopas answered back, are you the only visitor in Jerusalem who was unaware of what has taken place? After that, Cleopas poured out how Jesus was killed for being a prophet, and how the women in the group were told by the angels that Jesus had been resurrected. In his most vulnerable moment, Cleopas revealed that he had hoped that Jesus would have been the liberator of Israel. I find it interesting that the disciple mentions these words while he was en route to Emmaus. During the Maccabean revolt, Judas Maccabeus and his army defeated a Gentile force in Emmaus. In 1 Maccabees chapter 4, verses 8-10, through 10, Judas delivers a speech that fits the sentiments of Cleopas during his moment of weakness and vulnerability. 
Judas said, Don't fear their numbers or be afraid when they charge. Remember how our ancestors were saved at the Red Sea when Pharaoh was pursuing them with his forces. So let's cry to heaven to see if the heavenly one will favor us and remember his covenant with our ancestors and crush this army in front of us today. Then all the Gentiles will know that there is someone who redeems and saves Israel. Possibly, in Cleopas' mind, the liberator of Israel was to be the one to take the sword, not be the one to suffer and die. After Cleopas had spoken those things, the Christ revealed, while still a stranger in their eyes, that it was necessary for the Christ to suffer those things and enter into glory. He even interpreted the many things written about himself in the Hebraic texts. Once they arrived at Emmaus, they invited the stranger to dine with them. The stranger took the bread, blessed it, and broke it and then passed it to them. Once that was done, the veil was torn from their eyes, and they saw Jesus before them. Then all of a sudden, Christ disappeared. Christ being veiled to others is quite common throughout the New Testament. We see here that Christ appeared as a stranger on the road to Emmaus. Where else is that found? In John chapter 20, Jesus appeared to Mary of Magdala in the garden after he had resurrected. She thought he was a gardener until he revealed himself. In John chapter 21, Jesus appeared as a stranger on the seashore telling the disciples to cast their nets from the right side of the boat. And, even during Jesus' ministry in Matthew 25, verses 34 through uh, 40, he tells us that he is in the stranger, the unfortunate, and even in the prisoner. And whatever we do to the least of these, we do unto him. Christ veiling himself to the apostles was a test of their faith to see if they had learned from him. But the passage from Matthew is our standard by which we should live by. Hmm. The road to Emmaus story, it isn't a long one, but it's enlightening. First, the passage teaches us that Jesus is the great liberator of all humankind. He didn't gain that title by taking up a sword to smite others like Judas Maccabeus. Jesus did that by laying his life down to liberate the world from sin. And through his resurrection, he defeated the distresses of Sheol. Second, it teaches us that our own road to Emmaus is for us to learn how to see Christ in all people and loving them as we love him and the divine. 
we will encounter so many strangers and gardeners in our lives. And as someone who works in customer service, I can attest that many people can be hard to love. Once we do finally get to Emmaus, break bread with Christ, and He is revealed to us and others, our entire perception will change. The 20th century English mystic Carol Hauslander wrote of the experience of reaching her own Emmaus. She wrote, I was in an underground train, a crowded train in which all sorts of people jostled together, sitting and strap hanging, workers of every description going home at the end of the day. Quite suddenly, I saw with my mind, but as vividly as a wonderful picture, Christ in them all. But I saw more than that. Not only was Christ in every one of them, living in them, dying in them, rejoicing in them, sorrowing in them, but because he was in them, and because they were here, the whole world was here too, here in this underground train. Not only the world as it was at that moment, not only all the people in all the countries of the world, but all those people who had lived in the past, and all those yet to come. I came out into the street and walked for a long time in the crowds. It was the same here, on every side, and every passerby, everywhere, Christ. She continues, Realization of our oneness in the Christ is the only cure for human loneliness. For me, too, it was, or it is the only ultimate meaning of life, the only thing that gives meaning and purpose to every life. As the old saying goes, a journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. Who is ready for that journey to Emmaus? Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, you've promised to be present where two or more are gathered together in the name of Jesus, and that all we ask in his name will be answered. You have heard, and we trust you shall answer. Give us grace to accept the answer you give, and send us out into the world in peace to love and serve you to the glory of your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. My friends, may the grace of our Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the friendship of the Holy Spirit be with us all, now and forever. Thanks be to God.